Welcome to the February 26th sermon from Clifford Baptist Church, 635 Fletcher's Level Road in Amherst. Today's scripture is Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 through 20, and the sermon is entitled, Call to Discipleship, delivered today by Pastor Jeffrey Campbell. Church family, many of you have been asking the question, where are we going next after Joshua? What's next, Pastor Jeffrey? I have your answer. We're going to begin a series entitled, Why It Matters, as we survey four areas of life that matter not only to us, but more importantly, to God. Those four areas are self, family, church, and worship. My prayer is this, as we look at each of those areas over the next 12 weeks, that you will join us. This series will kick off March the 5th as we break open and we look at ourself Pray for this series. Pray that God will use this to touch you, your life, your family in a powerful way. Thanks be to God. So, where do we go next? We take a long look at ourself. And that will begin next week. And I want you to know that those are hard things that we're going to look at. As we look at things like our words and how important those things are. How important sacrifice is. And how important forgiveness to one another. So those are the three ways that we're going to look at ourselves. I'm not going to give those away. They're already done. The sermon's already written. But I pray that you use this time to prepare your heart for what God wants to teach you. As we approach God's Word today, Matthew chapter number 4, I've entitled this message, A Call of Discipleship. A Call of Discipleship. Every time that we approach baptismal waters... It takes my mind back to when the Lord done a work in my life. I can never forget that. And I know that for some of us, it may have been a short time ago. For some of you, it may have been a little longer or a long time ago. But I pray that those reminders are present. I can tell you, when I was saved at 15 years old, that's a moment I will never, ever, ever forget in my life. And I would step out and almost say this. I was more on fire for the Lord at 15 than I might be at 40. I was beating on the neighborhood. I was beating on the houses of the neighbors around the church. You can't do that today. I understand that. But I wanted everybody to have what I had. I wanted everybody to know the Jesus that I knew. And I pray in these young lives and in the lives today that that passion for the Lord and what He has done in their life will never, ever, ever go away. Today, we may have baptized the next pastor of Clifford Baptist Church. We never know. But my prayer is this, is that we baptize missionaries and workers in in the field because we're told that the laborers are few. Clifford Baptist Church, thank you today for joining us. Matthew chapter number four, as we look At a call to discipleship. I'm going to start out with three verses. Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 through 20. And I will back up and go forward from there. But I want you to listen to these words. Verse number 18 says this. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. I'm grateful for passages like this because it kind of sets up the preaching for the pastor. 
And I pray today that as you look at these points and we talk about what God's word holds truth, it will be relatable to your life, but also challenge you as you move out into the community and to the world to be those fishers of men. I want you to know that this was a specific call to a, a group of fishermen. Okay, If Jesus showed back up today, I don't know that he would call us to be fishers of men. It might be something else, but it would have the same goal. It would be go out and evangelize and tell people about Jesus and what he has done in your life. Whatever that looks like. Whatever you want to call that. But I'm grateful. Today, as we look at God's word, it teaches us a couple of things. I want you to back up. Hit reverse a couple verses. To verses 16 and 17. And I want to share these verses with you. As Jesus was ministering and he had the call to begin ministry in an earthly sense. Many things happen. And as he begins to move and he begins to, to work in the community. It's not all good. But listen to these words. Verses 16 and 17. The people which sat in darkness saw great light. And to them which sat in the region and the shadow of death, light is sprung up. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As chapter number 4 opens up today, it opens with Jesus being led to the wilderness, to be tempted about by the devil, but also the close of chapter number 3 is the close of Jesus being baptized. So as Jesus begins his earthly ministry, he is baptized and then immediately he enters into temptation. And I want you to know that very real truth today that we saw people walk through the waters of baptism and it will not be long before temptation occurs. And maybe today the temptation in your life has impacted the way that you reach out with the name of Jesus. The first point today I want to give you is this. As we think about a call of discipleship of the first disciples, it was a call to repent. Now some of you that were here Wednesday night, you may hear some of this same lingo because it's, it's obviously throughout the Bible there are two places that are spoken of a lot, light and darkness. And many of us don't like the darkness. We don't like being there. But we like to stay there for a limit at a time. We like to dabble there, if you will. And so the call from Jesus is not come to me, is not follow me yet. The first call that Jesus puts out is what? Repent. 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 As I think about what that means in the day of Jesus along the Sea of Galilee in the town of Capernaum in a very dark area along the Sea of Galilee, many in this location would choose to live in what was darkness. They saw the people at work. They saw the crowds that followed Jesus. They would see all of this. But they chose to continue in darkness. Jesus preached to the darkness. Listen to me, church. Jesus preached to the darkness, to repent. I want you to know today, I pray that I'm preaching to a bunch of people that bear the light. But if the light does not preach to the darkness, the darkness will never know. And so I believe it's not only my job, but it is our job as people of Christ 
to witness to those that are around us, to preach to the darkness. Man, I like preaching to save people. I like preaching to people that know Jesus. It's very hard to go to the places where darkness is and preach there. But I want you to see the first call of repentance comes from the mouth of Jesus, but it comes to those who need to leave the darkness. What is repentance? It's an act of changing your mind, changing direction in the way that you are headed. It goes beyond that. As I shared with the Wednesday night crowd, it goes beyond saying, God, I'm sorry for this that I have done. It goes to the extent of, God, I'm sorry, I will never, ever do it again. I'm going to change that direction of my life. True repentance recognizes sin. It looks to Jesus Christ and His mercy. And it causes you to change directions. That's what repentance is. And so friends, that's what Jesus is calling the world to. A repentant heart. A heart that changes. A heart that looks to Him. My prayer today as this message of Jesus to a dark place or to the shadow of death, that here is the message. Light had come. Jesus was on the scene, and Jesus was ready to change the darkness into light. Friends, today, my prayer is this, is that you exit these doors with that same mindset. That through the Holy Spirit and His work in your life, that you can impact somebody's life and somebody's future for all eternity. That should bring us to a point in which we say yes. The call of repentance. The second call I want you to look at verse number 18 and 19. Here's what those verses say. And Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. I'm grateful today for a call to follow. A call to follow. Jesus was not intimidated by darkness, and he had just faced the devil. He had just defeated temptation. And with the help of Christ, you can defeat those things too. Don't think that just because temptation comes that you have to fall into it. But you can turn. You can look to Jesus who will give you the strength that you need to overcome temptation from the devil. Jesus goes on. And here's what he does. He begins to walk along the Sea of Galilee. I can only imagine this in my mind. And it's not a lot up there to work with. So my imagination isn't very good. But I see and picture Jesus walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee. And the moment I say shore, many of your minds may race to a beach setting. Well, this was a means of life for many people. There were many fishers there. And as he is making his way around this Sea of Galilee, it's amazing what happens. Luke's perspective on this tells us that Jesus enters the boats. He goes on the fishermen's boats with them. But as they are, are fishing and they are moving around, things are happening as they are fishing. Nets are breaking. Amazing things are happening as they catch these fish. 
And as they trust their livelihood and as they trust in themselves and they trust their business, things are going good. But something happens. The fish quit biting. If you're in business and the fish quit biting, you're not in business very long. You're dependent on somebody else. But today, I want you to see as we enter into this, it's amazing that Jesus enters the boat in Luke's gospel and tells him, just put the net down one more time. They had been out all night, tired, fishing, getting no bites. And here this man who thinks he knows what he's doing says, just throw the net out one more time. It's amazing what has happened as that miracle takes place by the hand of God. I want you to hear as Jesus calls. Verse number 18. And Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Today, it may not be a call to be a fisher of men. Today, I pray that you don't hear the voice of a preacher. I pray that you don't come and hear the voice of a church. I pray that today you hear the voice of Jesus calling you simply to follow him in obedience. This wasn't an invitation for these men to consider, to pray about, to think about. It was a command. Listen to me. It was a command. Today, Jesus doesn't ask you to follow him. Jesus commands you to follow me. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Many times we try to figure out what we are to do in this big world. And we spend our lifetime praying and considering and trying. And we never accomplish that which God has for us to do. If we simply obey the command, it's amazing what God would do with their lives. I want you to hear a call to follow. Not a call to consider or a call to think about. A call to follow. The Lord Jesus Christ. This call did not go to the educated of the day or to the religious of the day. It went to the fishermen, the hard workers of that day. Maybe Peter and Andrew thought that, hey guys, we are doing Our dream job. Anybody in here think fishing is a dream job? Don't raise your hand right yet, okay? (laughs) Listen, they may have thought, I'm doing my dream job. I'm following the family business. I'm doing what I was meant to do. Any of you had those thoughts before? And then in the back of the mind, you begin to think, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Maybe there's something more. Maybe there's something else. Maybe there's something different. Well, I want you to hear the call for Peter and Andrew to come and simply follow. They were carrying on normal, everyday life. Nothing magical happened. They were just doing what they've done every day for their life. They were fishermen. And Jesus calls out simply this. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Today, I pray that every person in this room, every person that is watching live stream, 
considers that call to follow Jesus. It does not come from the mouth of Jeffrey. It comes from Jesus Christ. Follow me. It is a command that we as believers must do. I ask you this morning. In the normal life. As you've come to church like you've always done. Is this part of life. Here's my question. In the normalcy of everyday life. Are you truly following Jesus? Not for one hour. With your life. With your life. Don't spend your life pondering an invitation to come to Jesus. Seek out that relationship today. There is a call to follow. The third point is this. Verse number 19. Again, it says this. And he said unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Two points out of one verse. I like that. I might could do a lot of sermons in this book, huh? Point number three is this. Be ready. It's a call to change. A call to change. These rough, rugged men knew one thing and they did that one thing well. I believe these men were some of the best fishermen of the day. But listen to this. These men knew a lot. They knew fishing. They knew the equipment. They knew their boats. They knew their nets. They knew the location of where to find the fish. They knew the responsibility to provide for their family and for others. They knew the cost of long nights and sleepless nights. They knew a lot about fishing. And here's what happened. Jesus would change everything that they knew. He would call them to a greater walk with Him. And from the very beginning, I want you to underline these words in verse number 19. I will make you. Underline those four words. I will make you. Here's what Jesus is saying. You can't follow me, but I will make you a follower of Jesus Christ. I will make you a fisher of men. If you depend on your own, you will not be able to do it. I'm calling you to do something that you can't do under your own knowledge or your own power. And so today, church, God is calling you and I to do some things that pull us out of our comfort zone. How much faith will we have to be obedient to follow Jesus? It's a call to change everything that we knew, everything that we've grown up with, everything that we've understand. And Jesus would make that change. Many people think it's us. We are the ones that do it. I want you to hear from my mouth today. It is only through Jesus Christ that you could truly follow him. Today, it was none of the work of these young people. Today, that was nothing. It was the work of the Lord in each one of those lives. And so we praise God for that work. But here's where it hits home to me. We're called to change. And we don't like change. We're human beings. Faith calls you to something greater than yourself. Friends, I want you to know for Clifford Baptist Church to take that next step of following Jesus, it must be only 
by faith in Jesus Christ that we follow. If we step out on our own, we're in trouble. If we step out on our knowledge, we're in trouble. If we step out on everything we've known before, we're in trouble. Ministry is different than it was two years ago, than it was five years ago, than it was 50 years ago. We must change. But we don't change the message. Are you hearing me, church? It might look a little different, but it will never sound different. Jesus' amazing grace must change us to minister to a world that needs it. The last point and the last part of this message today, verses 20 through 22, it says this. After Jesus calls them to follow, verse number 20 says, And and they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, in a ship with Zebedee their father, mending their nets, and he called them. And they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. The call of discipleship, point number four today, is a call to leave. A call to leave. Peter and Andrew, the Bible says, straightway left their nets. James and John, in the middle of fixing their nets. Now put your mind around this. In the middle of fixing their nets for their father's business, they leave it all. They throw their nets down, they leave the family business, and they follow Jesus. Now you say, Pastor Jeffrey, that's radical. Absolutely it's radical. Absolutely it is. I want you to know why. How can somebody leave a family business, turn away from their father, and go and do something else? There is only one answer, and there is only one reason, and his name is Jesus. Today, the call to discipleship will have you leave something in order to follow Jesus. You will have to leave something in order to follow him fully and faithfully. Today, I want you to know, for so many years, I've held on to somethings for too long. I've trusted in those somethings in order to faithfully and fully follow. Today, I'm going to encourage you, church, to have the faith to leave what you know you need to, to follow Jesus wholly. I'm not telling you to quit your job today. I'm not telling you that. Don't go tomorrow and quit say the pastor told me. I'm not. But maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe God's calling somebody in here on a mission field. And you've got to pack up everything you know just to go serve Jesus. Friends, I want you to know there's no safer place in all of the world And in the center of God's will for your life. I want to leave you with this today. Every single person in this room needs to see if they're there. If they're following Jesus. If they're in the center of his will. And if you're not, here's my sound advice. Get there. Whatever it looks like, get there. 
Some people may need to drop nets. Some people may need to leave families. Some people may need to turn back on friends. Some people may just need to turn to Jesus. And today, if you need to do that, quit putting it off. The preacher did tell you that. Quit putting it off. The best decision in my life was eight months ago when I turned in a badge of work after 16 years. The hardest thing in my life and laid it down. Because I was dependent on me. Friends, today, today, what do you need to lay down? Because here's what happened. I want to finish the chapter. Here's what happens when people follow Jesus, when they're obedient, when they're in his will. This is what happens. Let's finish out the chapter. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments. And those which were possessed with devils. And those which were lunatics. And those that had the palsy. And he healed them. And there followed him great multitudes of people. From Galilee. From Decapolis. And from Jerusalem. From Judea. And from beyond Jordan. What happened when people became obedient to following Jesus? Jesus not only changed their life, he began to change the world. As I think about an invitation today, I don't know what your situation looks like. But I do know this. The Bible calls every believer, every one of us that is here today, every one of us into a relationship To follow him. Today if you're not where you're supposed to be. Don't anticipate Jesus moving. You got to move. And friends I want to challenge you. Maybe there's some people in this room today. That will simply come to say. God I don't know what it looks like. God I don't know what you're fully asking me to do. But today I come in obedience To simply fall before you and say, I will faithfully follow. Maybe today, you're here. And you look back on that first time that you were saved. And you look at your life today. And if it's defined by used to be, that's the wrong word. Today, the call, the command is to follow me every day. Not call call to follow me for one time in my life that I prayed a prayer and then I'd go do what I want to. we got to look at salvation there. It is a call every day to be faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ. My prayer today is there may be one person in this room or watching by live stream that has heard the call loud and clear to follow Jesus Christ in salvation. The plan has already been in place. Jesus accomplished salvation for every person on the cross. Through his death and payment for our sins, it was accomplished. Through his resurrection, life was accomplished. Friends, today, maybe there's somebody in this room that needs to make a decision like we've seen today. that simply says, Jesus, I want to trust you in a relationship 
and allow you to live in my heart for the rest of my life. Today, I pray if there's somebody that needs salvation, I'm not going to ask you to come. I'm going to say run. Run. Drop it and follow him and accept his life-saving grace. We're thankful for what we've seen today. And in this moment of invitation, we offer God our hearts, our lives, and what he wants to do with each one of us. May we pray together? Father God, as we come before you today, we simply want to say thank you. Thank you for your unending love that while we were yet sinners, you died for us. You loved us. God, today, if there's somebody that needs the truth of Jesus Christ, saving them from their sins, God, I pray, Lord, that you will bring that person to you today. But, Lord, in this moment of invitation, my prayer is this, is that there should be some people that turn loose of some things that they're holding so tight to, that they're trusting other than Jesus in their life. God, today, I pray that you begin to break down those walls and that you become the forefront of each one of our lives. Lord, today, I pray that you are calling people to be obedient to the command to follow. Lord, I pray that you use this moment of invitation as your Holy Spirit moves in only the way that you can. For it's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Clifford Baptist Church invites you to join us for worship every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. For more information about our church, please call our church office at 434-946-0555.